Hello and welcome back to the Magic Kathy show. I'm gonna do something today that I've never really done before but I felt extremely called to give you a heads up for the full month of November. I know it's the start of November and today as I'm recording this it's election day so a big day for the US uh, but a big day for everyone in the world. So yeah this week is pretty intense already but i've looked into the astrology of next week and the upcoming weeks and i feel like november is just a really intense month in general and in particular there are three days in a row that are really 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 a rocky ride which is the middle of november and then we are also having eclipses the first pair of eclipses um for the winter and i want to talk about that and so if you would like to have a heads up in how to navigate and understand these energies in the bigger picture then this episode is definitely for you it's also an episode you can go back to probably next week and really any time in november that you where you feel like you're struggling or where you feel like everything is out of control where you feel like you don't understand the world anymore because it will be intense but at the same time the more intense it is the more opportunity there is for light and for bliss and for amazing energy because after every single storm there's even more sunshine and we can value the sunshine the rainbow even more i've realized that after the full moon because i had such a challenging full moon experience to be really honest with you where everything that was going to happen in november was being shown to me in a really challenging triggering way and i had to navigate that because it's also doing the work that i do it's it's understanding and you know kind of like discerning between what is my journey and what is just me being shown specific things so i can understand the bigger picture of cosmic energies in the sky and obviously in the grand scheme of thing it doesn't even matter because we are all coming from one source and working on the same thing all together but regardless of that i know that sometimes it doesn't feel like we are connected with the world and with what's going on but i want to help you understand that by you know following the astrology by seeing that the things that are being triggered through the transits that we experience are there are so many different manifestations of that it's also the beauty of the world right i write a forecast about something and you know i connected to the global events but then i get individual messages from you guys and have my own experience where i see how the reflection of a specific energetic alignment in the sky has so many forms so many different forms of manifestation higher lower ends of the spectrum and that's the beauty and the free will if you want to say so there is not one description that would tell you exactly what is going to happen it really depends on your specific place in your life the spiritual growth in your awareness all of these things and the more you work on alignment with your soul and understanding your soul contract the more you align ego with soul right avatar with soul because ego is not a bad thing necessarily i really want us to know that in 2020 we need the ego in order to have an experience here period right so the ego is not necessarily bad it's just the mastery of aligning and reconnecting the ego right your avatar with your soul so you, they are both on the same page 
And that's something that we experience in 2020 in lightning speed. And so everything that is coming up is just an opportunity for you to align ego with soul, right? And because it's Scorpio season, we still have Scorpio season for the majority of this month. There's so much shadow work involved, right? Because that's even something that I had to see for myself. And I know that a lot of empaths and spiritual people have the same experience where we just all want harmony, bliss and sometimes if events on the outside are triggering us or we don't get on the same page with a specific person with our parents with whoever it is we, we as empaths there it's it's so easy to fall into this spiritual um belief where oh my gosh then it, there must be something wrong with you there must be something that you haven't healed there must be an even deeper shadow there must be something that you need to integrate when really I understand that concept, but if you really, really, really tune into your intuition and you stay true to your resonance, right? Resonance is something that is so important in 2020. And if you know for sure that it is just energetically not aligned anymore, because again, 2020 is the year where even you and the other person, your parents, everyone is literally transformed every single day. So it's only natural. And I said that once and for all, I said this so many times already. It's only natural that people resonate with you, right? You click with them and it's amazing. And it feels like, oh my gosh. But then both of you transform in their own ways. And maybe that soul contract is over, you know? It doesn't mean that you have to spend time with them the rest of your life. And that's true for relationships. I had so many readings with people who even now still breaking up, right? And I know that I uh, said or labeled 2019 as the breakup year, which it was, but there's still people dropping off of your life because we grow and transform in an accelerated lightning speed, right? And so every single day you wake up almost in a new frequency, not even almost, you wake up in a new frequency, right? Every single day really hard to wrap your human brain around that but the fact is that there are so many different timelines happening at the same time and your soul almost codes or chooses in the nighttime when you sleep when you return to source when you return to the astral realm however you want to say that your soul writes the code for the next day for the experience that you need for the overall growth of your soul just sit with that and reflect on that and feel how you resonate with it, right? That's something that I've observed since last year in August um, because all of a sudden I woke up and I was like, okay, something is different. I want to understand even better what we do when we go to sleep and why some days feel so different, right? So off. And it's not that you are completely off. I mean, yes, it's kind of true that every single day is a new timeline, but there are just slight and subtle changes that happen and it doesn't even have to be a new day sometimes it's just even literally i mean i said that before as well you deciding right all of a sudden for whatever reason your soul knows the reason to watch a movie a specific movie the minute you watch that movie there's a different timeline that opens up right that's already a change and some things because the veil is so thin right sometimes it feels like a glitch in the matrix almost and I've had that this year in particular where I literally met people and I could swear I've spent my childhood with them. I could swear. But it's just, it feels like a glitch in the matrix, right? And 
I know for our human brain, it's so hard to wrap our head around that, but it's literally what happens. And so even now, knowing that with your background or knowing that as a background information, you can see the world through that lens and you will realize that it's actually happening, that we are already, each and every one of us is on their own frequency of earth, right? And you can just think of the different perceptions that we have about what's going on in the world. And we see, obviously, the world through our eyes and no one will ever see the world through your eyes. So you already know that you have your own perception and your own view on life, right? But it's accelerated and we will wake up to that fact even more, even more. It will be even more obvious, even more clear. So even when you talk to someone, you say something, they will hear something else. That's just the nature of things. And we just have to stop investing time in explaining ourselves, explaining our viewpoint, because there is no point in explaining why you have a perception. Like try explaining someone why you see the color red in that color. It's just impossible. And there's also no need. That's just energy that is literally being thrown out of the window if you if you keep doing that you don't have to explain someone why you see the color blue in that particular shade or why the color blue is appealing to you or not it's just a resonance it's just what feels a certain way and feelings can't be explained they just are right so similar with perceptions you know you can try to understand and you know maybe investigate hey why do you have that perception like where does that perception come from but only if you don't come a place of judgment right because there is no point in judging someone's perception there really isn't and since we have done so much work around our own triggers our own yeah healing and of course it's never ending but we are already at a level where we can have more safety and security within ourselves. That was this whole thing. We can hold space for more people's perceptions without judgment. And that's really the mastery of compassion and of there is no need for you. There is no right or wrong. So, I mean, if it makes you happy to be right, then kratos to you have the right, you know. But if you operate from that level, you also have to see that this is really a lot of like there is no right or wrong right so there is a lack mentality if you feel like you have to be right because there is no rightness and what does it do for you if you have to be right so similar with you know feeling right because you feel like a certain president has to be the president and you feel that the other party is wrong well they have a reason why they believe this president has to be elected and a reason why the other one right there is no right or wrong you can never know all the details you never know exactly what's going on in the background and that's why we have the north node in gemini still right and we have an eclipse coming up in gemini too at the end of the month it's so important for us to do the shadow work of why we don't ask more questions, right? What are we afraid of? What answers are we afraid of, right? Why do we jump onto conclusions? We have the South Node and Sag. There is not one truth. And we have to let go of these belief systems, right? Of these stories, of all of these things. We have to let go of that. And if someone wants to create a story around you or around something, then let them do that it's their right to do that it's literally their right and maybe on their version version of earth or their version of how they see the world you have that story but you know because they want you to have to be that story that's fine and let it be for them but it shouldn't rock your version of earth it shouldn't work your version of reality because you have the right to create your own reality 
And so that's really something I want you to remember. And I feel like that will definitely help you to navigate this month, but also the upcoming years, really, because it's it's not going to get easier. It really isn't. And we have the next Jupiter-Pluto conjunction upcoming. And in particular, I want to highlight for this month, because, I mean, it's November 3rd right now, um, and it's the week of the election. If you want to dive deeper into this week's energy, you can definitely look at the forecast that I wrote for this week. And I highlighted the weekend as well. There's a lot of relationship stuff still coming up just because Mercury, the ruler of our destiny, is back in Libra. And so whenever Mercury is back in Libra, there's a lot of talk about relationships, communication about relationship dynamic. And that's obviously important because it determines the quality of our life. But if a relationship doesn't add to your life, then you have to really have discernment in is this because there is a trigger there that I try to avoid or is this because there is a certain way of you know misalignment in energetically because you both developed or grew in different directions and there's no right or wrong about growing in different directions really there isn't right and you don't have to feel guilty for moving on you don't have to feel guilty for not exposing your energy and vibration onto someone um if it is not an alignment anymore and there's no need to force because again there is an abundance of people out there too so there are so many people you can meet every single day you don't have to lower your vibration or feel like you have to make it work with someone it's the same is true with relationships i know it's sometimes hard to let go like with romantic partners but there's an abundance of them out there. There's not just one partner. And that's something I had to learn too, because I always was the person that felt like, oh my gosh, this person is on a pedestal. This is my one. I have to be with them. Otherwise, my world is going to end. And over the last few yeah, months, really, and you, if you've listened to my Venus Ascendant um, line story and the dating stuff that happened in LA, you will know that I had so much work to do around my Venus, my Venus in Virgo. And it was, and it is really such a pleasure and so freeing to have done that work. And a lot of that also had to do with a lot of guilt in in terms of relationships and dynamics and, um, you know, all of these things that I had to heal within myself and the way I nurture myself, the way I treat myself, which is still an ongoing process after so many years of not paying attention to my body, not paying attention to my physical life really because i'm so much in my mind it's still something that i have to learn and that in itself is obviously a lot of work to do right and i'm grateful that i am so strong in my mind because it allows me to do the work that i do to channel these information to have that inside scoop and view and you know different timelines different things that are going to happen and that allows me to give you a heads up to give you some safety security and understanding and at the same time there are souls out there that help me anchor and ground myself back into the physical which I received so much support over the last couple of months too and that shows you already you know that example how we all work together and help each other and there's an abundance in the cycle in this universe really so why is that so important for the month of November well basically because you want to mark in your calendar November 12, 13 and 14 in particular. I mean, yeah, basically mid-month because on November 12, we have the third Jupiter-Pluto conjunction coming up. 
the third and final with both planets being direct and i created a webinar about these three conjunctions in particular and also how it relates to the mercury retrograde cycles that we had this year and also to even the chart of donald trump and all of these things if you would like to have the inside scoop on that i will post a link in the show notes where you can get access to the webinar so you understand what's going on and also see how these three uh, three conjunctions, I mean, the two that we already had, um, and now the third and final one, really added to the whole story of 2020. Because Pluto is the soul, right? And Pluto in Capricorn is really bringing up all of the shadow things and topics um, to the surface that are that stem really from the system, from society, from the way we structure the world, from the government, from all of these things, right? From everything that relates to the archetype of Capricorn. And Jupiter is the planet that makes everything bigger. But it's also the planet that allows us to find our own truth and our own resonance and our faith nature, really. And I feel like with this final third conjunction, we get exactly that opportunity, right? But since Jupiter now is the ruler of our south node, there is a lot of belief systems that we have to let go of in the process. And the reason we have to let go of these belief systems is because Pluto will bring up to the surface where we or basically expose all of the belief systems and all of the truths that are actually lies, where we have been fooled and tricked by the systems in order to control us, Capricorn too, right? And that might rock our world because, I mean, we already, we had first exposure after everything, the criticism about around um, Bill Gates came to the surface. That was the first Jupiter-Pluto conjunction. After the second one, we had this whole Black Lives Matter movement. And now the third and final one will really be related to even deeper, even more shadowy topics related to what's really going on underneath the surface of the structures of the world. And that won't be easy. That won't be easy because even in that, there will be people that have different stories around the emotional reaction that this, the truth that is being exposed, right, will cause inside of them. Because whenever we have a trauma response, right, and that will be a trauma response that literally threatens our security. Because remember, Uranus is in Taurus, and that's a sudden shocking event that threatens our security, our survival, right, our safety here on Earth, and even financial stuff, of course. Because again, like the things that are shadowy that go on beneath the surface, they always have money involved. There's always money involved, right? That's the shadow of money as well, the energy and vibration of money. And so all of that will come to the surface. And in particular, it will relate to a lot of trafficking, slavery stuff that is still going on and no one is really talking and paying attention to it. But it is, right? The injustice that is happening, especially also with, you know, countries that say they are the number one, the ruler and, you know, the, the one and only, but really there is a lot of suppression. There's a lot of things that are just being hidden underneath the rug and all of that will be exposed and that won't be easy for all of us to navigate and even comprehend. And that will probably also relate to, you know, even a day like today where it's the elections and I'm not really convinced that we have up until that Jupiter-Pluto conjunction, even a final, um, you know, vote or outcome of this election i don't feel like that will happen i also feel like this saturn jupiter uh, this jupiter pluto conjunction next week will have an impact on even if there is a result before that it will might it might get impacted right it might get impacted 
That's just what I feel. I feel like before January, we won't have any clarity around who is going to run this country or it will be changed or whatever will happen. I feel like there are a lot of things that are still yet to come. And this Jupiter-Pluto conjunction is a portal that is opening a lot more clarity, but also fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of truth. And with, you know, truth coming up to the surface, it means that we have to change our perception on the world. And that's almost like building from scratch anew and really, really rethinking how you even run your life. And that in itself will transform you again, right? It will transform you again, which basically also means that you transform on the outside. So you, you transform from within. So the world around you changes. So you have to make changes. You still, again, we have Mars and Aries. You have to reconsider your actions because you the world as you thought and the world that you built your foundation on is not the same anymore so you have to operate in a different way and that's scary in itself and so it that takes so much it takes up so much headspace and energy off of you so there is really no time anymore to let anyone drain your energy even more because you are already navigating so much and i want you to know that i want you to pay attention to the people you feel good around and the people you don't feel good around and don't force yourself and expose yourself it doesn't mean you have to fight or argument with people it really just means that you know they ha have to be healthy boundaries that's all it is and it doesn't mean the other person is a bad person it doesn't mean you are a bad person it's just energetically and so allow yourself that space because again november is really a month where we want to be a hermit where we really want to be protective in that way and usually i never say that but we really want to be protective and discerning in energetic exposure because there's also a lot of light and a lot of opportunities coming up with all the shadow there's always an opportunity for accelerated growth and so the first portal for that is definitely this third jupiter pluto conjunction right and obviously if you have significant planets at 22 degrees of capricorn which is not a surprise that's where the third jupiter pluto conjunction is happening and now if you follow this podcast or the astrology in any way, you would know that 22 degrees of Capricorn is exactly where Saturn and Pluto also met in January. That started this whole ripple effect. So it is not a coincidence that this third and final Jupiter-Pluto conjunction is happening exactly at the same degree point. It's like a full circle moment. And for me personally, it's really interesting because the sun on that day is at 20 degrees of scorpio which is exactly my pluto so my soul so I'm, i feel like so much not so much but i feel a, a particular degree of responsibility for speaking about these things because my soul wants to really be part of this transformation um, experience on the world and i want to help and activate and help as many people to remember why they came here particularly for the change and the restructuring process of the world that started in January and it's really all that's all 2020 is all about right and so I feel like my soul is really here to do that and I want to help you understand how you what your part is in all of that so that's why I definitely wanted to talk about it on a podcast I feel like it's it's a very very important time and it's also not a coincidence that one day after that final Jupiter Pluto conjunction Mars stations to move forward again so it's the end of Mars retrograde right and Mars stations to move forward again in mid 
Aries, so 15 degrees of Aries, right? And is exactly opposing, almost exactly opposing Venus. So there's another feminine masculine balance that has to take place right here. And the stationing days are always really pivotal and really can be challenging too, because it's like, it feels like we are stuck. So the day after this um, Jupiter-Pluto conjunction, whatever will be coming to the surface on that day, we might feel frozen the next day. Right. And that that might be the literal manifestation of the smart stationing where we feel frozen. We don't even know what kind of action we should take. We just don't know. We feel like everything is just in the deep, deep shadow also because on that day we have a moon Mercury conjunction in Scorpio. So it's deep. It's really deep. We have to really go deep within our patterns, the emotional patterns, the emotional reaction, the emotional unsafetyness that is being exposed or is being presented to us because of whatever is coming up to the surface for this Jupiter-Pluto conjunction. So be prepared for that. Be really prepared for that. And I don't mean that to say that from a place of fear or anything, because it's not something that you need to be afraid of. It's just, you know, it, it's always been there. Like, it's not something that all of a sudden would cause you to be threatened. No, it's not. It's just that the things that are always being there, right? It's like you're having a spider at home but you don't know about it, right? You don't know about it, but you are terrified of spiders. You have a phobia of spiders, right? That spider was always in your corner and you never were scared at home, right? Never. So that spider was always there. You, might, you did mind your own business. You were happy at home. You felt comfortable at home. You were safe at home. And all of a sudden, a friend comes into your house and it's like, oh, there's a spider in your corner. And all of a sudden, you, you, start, you are terrified. You're frozen. You don't know what to do. You want to run away from your home. You feel like, oh my gosh, this is the unsafest place on this planet. But it's actually not because the spider was always there. You know, and that's how you have to see whatever comes to the surface. It was always there. Just that there was no exposure and focus on it right and so we focus on it so we can see oh there is a spider so we can take the spider out of that place right can send the spider love and help the spider navigate their way out of your apartment because it's clearly your partner the spider would feel even better if the spider would be in nature right but we needed to shine light on that spider in order to find it in order to dissolve it in order to dismantle it and that's an analogy I want to give to you. And uh, yeah, I hope it, it serves you in navigating whatever comes to the surface. It's nothing that rocks your world, even though it emotionally can definitely feel like that. But let it sit with you on November 13th. It's also Friday the 13th, which is probably also not a coincidence, right? And then the day afterwards, we have a new moon in Scorpio. How beautiful! A new moon as well in Scorpio, in shadowy Scorpio. And that's pretty important too because it's a new beginning of an even deeper understanding of our connection to our soul right because Scorpio essentially yes it is all the shadow work but it's also diving deeper and reconnecting with our soul essence and also the reason why you came here our soul contract so I see that Scorpio Newman also has a big big opportunity for all of us and so what else we do happen yeah and then we finally move into sag season at some point on november 21st which is you know usually a really uplifting and amazing energy that helps us connect to our fate nature again right sag and there will still be a lot of illumination on belief systems that we have to let go of that literally have build a filter around our true nature our true essence our true philosophy of life right that's all such the highest expression and so that can definitely 
be illuminated because when the sun moves over the, the south node, that's definitely the case, especially because we will have a the first eclipse on the last day of November, November 30, will have the first eclipse on that axis or the first eclipse for this um, winter with the axis of yeah, Sag and Gemini. So the moon will be with the north node in Gemini and the sun will be with the south node in Sagittarius. And it's a really wide orb, so it won't be the most intense eclipse probably. It's pretty interesting, again, for me personally, just because I have Mars at 8 degrees of Gemini and that's the degree point of this eclipse. The sun is at 8 degrees of Sagittarius and the moon is at 8 degrees of Gemini. So I will see and observe what's what that means for my personal life but remember eclipses are always course corrections and portals that open for the next six months so it's not like there will some them that there doesn't have to be an event that happens on the day of the eclipse it, it's really an energy we, we have and we carry over the next few months um and that's the closure of this month it can also be an amazing opportunity for us to reconnect and to to talk about our emotions and to really let go of the beliefs that we attach to emotions and to be more discerning and open to see other people's perception around emotions and their emotional reaction because one thing that i keep getting as a message is really that we have to learn that you know it's amazing to ex have an explanation for everything that happens right that's amazing to be in our spirit and mental bodies and to explain everything to the death but there's still an emotional body that is probably around the age of five that doesn't think logically and that doesn't really that's just not satisfied by having a logic explanation if you explain something to a child it doesn't really satisfy them because all they want is a hug and presence and that's exactly what we have to learn you can't explain your emotions and there is no need to do that. You have to sit with them and navigate them and feel them, right? And make love on them. Not trying to explain them to death and then feel like, oh, now I have the solution for why I feel that way. You don't need a solution. <laughs> there is no need to find a solution in the first place. It's nice to have an understanding and to connect the dots. And obviously that's something I do in sessions as well. But at the end of the day, all I want you to do is to feel safe enough to explore your emotions, sit with them and make love on them because that's something we all have been missing in childhood and growing up, right? And so we can't just bypass that by explaining everything to, to death. We really can't. Because if we want to transform our emotional body, right, we have to sit with these emotions and not feeling the need to explain them. Not to yourself, not to someone else. There is no need. And that's also a story that we have to let go of, right? That we, we don't need to explain. You don't need to justify why you feel that way. And I know that's really hard because we are conditioned also to justify why we feel that way, right? But really, that's something we have to rethink. There's no need. If you treat yourself in a way where you feel like you need to have an explanation why one day you feel off and why another day you don't, you actually don't. You really don't. And uh, the only explanation that might help is, yes, of course, tracking the transits and looking at the astrology. And that can give you some understanding. But it doesn't mean that, you know, you have to always explain it. 
sometimes you just have to feel it and ride the wave. And probably then in hindsight, you will realize what this wave was all about. But usually when you are in the wave, you won't and you don't have to. Because being in your emotional body might be uncomfortable and might be new and foreign and scary. Because at times you feel like you're drowning and at times you feel like I don't even, I don't know what I'm even doing here. and What if I'm dying? But you won't die. Your soul can never die. You really don't. You're so eternal. And the, the key and the mastery really is to have that safety and anchoring in that, that you can never die. Even if you die, you don't die. So there's really nothing to be afraid of on this planet, right? And so that's just one thing that I want to also give you as a reminder. Um, the best thing that you can do is really to amplify the amount of light and hope and um, presence that you have with yourself. Take care of your energetic hygiene. That's another thing. Reframe the things that trigger you. That's another thing. Like, for example, I know that a lot of people are impacted by lockdowns and I posted that on Instagram. What if the lockdown is an opportunity for you to be the hermit again? Because that is what is needed. I think it's a perfect timing. I know that's, that might be triggering for some people, but it's a perfect timing to have a lockdown in November because of everything that is going on and me saying, you know, you need more alone time. So it's perfect if you are in a position where you actually can do this. and wouldn't that feel so much better than feeling restricted and feeling like your power was taken away from you again? What if it's actually not even about the government that decided on lockdown? What if it's actually a bigger force out there in the universe, your soul, however you want to say that, that knew, well, this soul right here, this country, this nation needed some space needed some safety because it's going to be a rocky ride so let them be safe at home with their loved ones and the same is true for masks for example what if that would protect you from inhaling and in yeah intaking too much of the energies of other people not because there is something that is causing illness no it's because energetically you can have your own boundary and that can just be a manifestation or you know, just a, a sign for you, a trigger, right? Permission slip, however you want to say that. Put on the mask and know, okay, I'm actually protected. I have an energetic field around me. Just think about it and, and see if that feels better, if that feels more peaceful and at ease, right? So you can stay inside of yourself. And every single night, that's something that I keep doing. Even throughout the day, pull back, consciously say, I'm pulling back all of the energy into my body into my root, into my sacral, into my, all of my chakras. Purify your energy. You have the power to do that. You don't need a meditation for that. You don't need binaural beats. That, all of these things can help, but it just consciously sit with yourself and say that to you and feel what happens and you will feel it. You really can do everything. We are energetic beings. You can send someone energy right now through your heart. Your heart is a portal, right? And so if you need anything, if you need support, if you need a breakthrough session, if you need any other navigation session, anxiety relief, whatever it is that I can do for you to feel, help you feel at ease, help you feel supported, help you understand why you are here, why you experienced this, 
If you want more clarity, you are more than happy to reach out to me on Instagram or via email to book a session or to just vent or chat. And obviously, if this episode helped you, I am always happy to see you sharing it with other souls who need support because, you know, when you send someone something supportive in the time right now, I think it's the best thing that you can do because it makes them feel like you think about them. It supports them. And at the same time, you allow someone else, in that case, me, to do the work that you might not be able to do right now because you go through your own process. That's also why I love to record these things because, you know, I also go through my own process and I'm not always able to hold space for everyone. Obviously, for my clients, always, I always show up, but it's like, I'm really selective. I have one session a day just because I want to dedicate my energy and I really want to help you and dive into your specific soul contract. And it's such a sacred thing for me to do because it's literally, we, we sit together and we open the portal to your soul. That's such a sacred thing to do. And I wouldn't want to do that like with multiple people at the same time because I want to have that energetic boundary, even from one client to another and for me that definitely takes a day right because as you've learned now every single day is a new timeline right and so maybe you are in my timeline for next week who knows <laughs> but yeah i'm happy to connect with you i know we are in this together i'm excited and so so grateful to do this work during this time and i always love to hear your feedback it means the world to me it truly does because i know that even if you don't have a session with me, if you just listen to a, one of my podcasts or you follow the weekly forecast, it's just incredible for me to think about the fact that I touched your day and I spent some time with you and that might have changed the timeline in your day. How magical. And I'm not the only person who can do that. You can do that with someone else. You change someone else's timeline by just sending them this podcast episode or a song that touched you or an article or whatever it is, right? That's how we all literally walk each other home and i'm happy to help you step into your magic and you know that you can every single day help someone else just by your energy and by your presence and by your love and your portal to step into their magic so let's us all help each other step into their magic <laughs>